Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When booking with other vacation rental apps sounds like this. This place doesn't look like the pictures. Come on, the doors are on back. Whoa, what the? Is there a door behind all those spiders? <laughs> it's time to try one that sounds more like a vacation. <sighs> Look at how many spiders there aren't. Where should we lie down for eight consecutive hours first? Relax, you booked a Verbo. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hi, Ben. Thank you all so much for (laughs) listening to the show. Hope everyone's doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. We have some sound from Alex Jones. (gasps) Totally hinged. Yeah. Wait. Totally normal. Whoa. (laughs) Sadly for him, it might be normal. It's bat crap crazy. So it'll be fun to listen to a little bit of that. We'll also talk inflation and a little bit more on 2024. What does it look like for Team Trump? The polling data not looking fantastic for him. But first, let's go to Pennsylvania. We got some new sound here coming out of the Fetterman versus Dr. Oz race. Mm. And my God, people said conservatives don't know anything about music. (laughs) They say they don't know much about the arts. Mm. But my Lord, have they been proven right? Because this song, (laughs) it makes mm, it is it just it makes all of the limericks that we've heard over the years (laughs) makes them blush Mm. in embarrassment. Oh. But this person, they put together a clever tune in an attempt to take down Mm. John Fetterman. Of course, a man who was taken down by his own health. But let's play this wonderful song Mm -hmm. and let's discuss. Will it move the needle? (laughs) Don't know. All right. And prisoners free while borders overflow. (laughs) Soon may the Fetterman come to bring us radical socialism. One day when the nation is done, we'll wish we'd told him no. Soon may the Fetterman come to bring us radical socialism. Uh One day when the nation is done, we'll wish we'd told him no. It's not even Jesus. It's not even an accurate assessment. Of course, the man is a moderate on many levels. And the only reason (laughs) that people think he's extreme would have to be because they are extreme. Mm -hmm. And all he says is like, we'll protect reproductive rights. And they're like, what? That's insane. Meanwhile, that was mainstream not more than six months ago. But anyway, what happens here with this race? It is tightening, surprisingly enough. You do wonder if the constant discussion of Fetterman on places like Fox News by people like Tucker Carlson and that fake Christian gal, Laura Ingram. You know she's a fake Christian because her cross is made of gold, which is actually a very soft metal and Mm -hmm. could not support the body of Jesus Christ. So (laughs) right now, the polling data looks about 45 to 41. 
That's according to a Fox News poll. The 45 going for John Fetterman and the 41 going for Dr. Oz. So if you take that poll at face value, uh, which, of course, again, take everything with a massive grain of salt. But we do know the attacks on Fetterman have been ramping up from the right and the people who have a lot of car planche with certain Republican voters, again, such as the aforementioned Hannity, Tucker and Laura Ingram. So. What do you guys think this means for Pennsylvania? Is this race actually closer than we thought it would be? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's getting tighter. Yeah. It's weird um, because yeah. obviously Fetterman had such a big lead to start with. Obviously, this was pre-stroke, um, which obviously I think does affect some mm. like moderate independent voters. Who are like, does. Well, is he healthy enough for the job? Well, and when I was out in Pennsylvania, people were, you know, obviously our audience, much more pro-Fetterman. I don't think there was any Oz heads uh, around there. Of course, right. you're welcome. Come one, come all. Enjoy the show. But uh, we can disagree on certain things. However, they did mention the stroke. And I do think mm. it matters, you know, when it mm-hmm. comes to competency, when it comes to like, is this guy going to be able to last, you know, what is it, four, six years mm-hmm. uh, as a senator six there in years, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if that really did hurt him that much a little bit yeah not just physically but also politically because also um he's he's one of these democrats who's refusing to debate right now mm. and this is kind of happening on both sides of the aisle in the a lot of these right. tight senate races yes in ohio we're Jim dealing Jordan. with governor mike dewine refusing to debate uh, jd vance and tim ryan did just agree to debate only twice they were going to try to do three um, but that's a jd vance he was refusing to debate with certain liberal moderators but in Pennsylvania, the case is different where it's Fetterman and his team who are not agreeing to any debates with Dr. Oz's campaign. And a lot of people think that does come from the stroke and the health issues that he could potentially have. Now, I have to push back a little bit on that because just recently, it was a few days ago, Fetterman and Oz did agree to debate. Oh, thank you. They're going to be debating mm. October 25th. Okay. So they're only doing so one. W- they're only going to do one. Sure. And I think that that's, that does put to rest what you were discussing. Right. That's because people were, people were upset uh, that Fetterman wasn't going to debate Dr. Oz. And in this one situation, Dr. Oz was able to be in a position of saying, I want to debate this guy, crudite. Mm-hmm. And if Fetterman was like, I don't really even want right. to discuss anything with you because you're not from here. Right. And I think that worked for a certain amount of time. But yes, on the backdrop of Fetterman's health issues, I do think a debate is needed. And yeah. I, I hope it, uh, I mean, who knows? I, I If it goes well, it will help him immensely. But you're right. If he does look weak, if he can't right. you know, keep his breath, if he stumbles along his words, it could be hurtful. Yeah. I'm, in tight races like this, this is where debates actually could matter. And traditionally, yeah. that's the case with Mike DeWine running for governor in Ohio. If you have such a big lead, why debate? It can only potentially hurt you if you have a gaffe or something like that. So that's yeah. why Dr. Oz is like desperate to debate. They, yep. Mm. He needs an opportunity to mm. hit a home run because it has been nothing but bunts, but no one was on base. <laughs> right. So it was useless. There was yeah. not even a sacrifice uh, being made by Dr. Ross and his campaign. He's getting trounced on social media. Fetterman is doing a much more uh, proactive, mm-hmm. much more uh, personal campaign. He's mm-hmm. going to every single county. Mm-hmm. He knows people. He knows the communities that he's going to speak with. He knows his constituents. And again, Dr. Ross is an outsider, needs something big to happen at this debate. And it would have to be big enough. <sighs> Like a six foot nine man falling over and dying. Like that's what needs to happen. I can't (laughs) imagine that Fetterman blows this debate because again, Dr. Oz is such a grifter, such a huckster, not a career politician, not someone who has debated previously in a political setting. 
And I think he's just going to be exposed. That's mm-hmm. why I, I'm so surprised that it's so close. I would think right. that Oz would be so far behind. Mm-hmm. But talking about his health, I think the Fetterman thing is amplified by the fact that we have a Democratic president asking for, you know, it was Jackie here, a person that died over the summer. Right. I think Democrats right now, there's a big focus on are they competent? Right. Are they healthy? You know, Kamala Harris talking about North Korea. Are they competent? I yes. think there's just a big focus on that. And unfortunately, Fetterman happened to have a stroke in the middle of competency you know, right. Whether well, it's physical or mental, you're giving ammo to your Fox News yes. pundits and the Republican cronies. And let's not forget what happened with Hillary Clinton after she passed out at the 9-11 memorial. That's right. She did her it impression was... of the Twin Towers on 9-11 in New York. Very rude, Hillary. Stop. Classic Irvine, folks. You heard it here first and probably last. He's fired, folks. Um, we'll get to Alex's show a, a little bit later. Yeah. I'm being censored on my own show. But you do wonder if the double standard will not apply when it comes to John Fetterman. Now, of course, you also have to have his health and the irony that he's going against a doctor. Now, Dr. Oz is not a real doctor. He hasn't been a real doctor for a very long time. He's a snake oil salesman. Everybody knows it. He basically has admitted it himself. But the thing that could happen here with these debates, again, is that Fetterman has to show and prove to the people of Pennsylvania that he's strong enough to do it. And if you're on Dr. Oz's team, you have to prove that you know the people of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that he does. Wow. Well, and that's another big issue. That was a big thing progressives were upset with him about is, of course, the issue where he he chased down a black man in his own town while he right. was mayor. Well, no, this is John Fetterman. And of course, that has yeah. been talked about. Uh, it has been discussed. Uh, people have said that they understood why he was doing that. Uh, his town had massive crime. Right. It had murder through the roof. And in the five years of his leadership, they had zero right. homicides. He has tattoos on his arms, which many people are trying to criticize him for being a gang member. It is the uh-huh. names of people that died. Uh, he has been proactive in a lot of ways. And I'm sorry, that narrative might work if he wasn't running against Dr. Us. Uh, yeah. Well, and again, just the point is, is that they're worried that it will affect the Philadelphia turnout. You know, turn uh, Philadelphia mm. will vote 80, 90 plus percent Democrat. And that's usually what puts Pennsylvania as a state over the edge for Democrats. Sure. It makes it go blue. So, you know, whether you're a progressive or a Republican trying to latch on to right. that fact. And there's no doubt that Dr. Oz will bring that up in a debate. And again, that's why I think it's a net positive for both cam- campaigns. Uh, Fetterman can express discuss in detail what happened, why it happened. And this is something that occurs when you've been trying to help out your community for, what, 20 years? Right. The man has been boots on the grounds for a long time. So I don't know if it'll be a a story that sticks because, again, he's running against Dr. Oz. Right, right. And, of course, there's one senator in a nearby state of Pennsylvania who really hopes Fetterman knocks off Oz and gets this seat, and that's Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Mm -hmm. He said as much in uh, a political article, a Politico article, excuse me, um, in a Politico article that he hopes Fetterman picks up this 51st seat for the Democrats. Joe Manchin doesn't like being the 50-50 linchpin for the Democrats. I think he's stressed as hell. He says, quote, he's praying for an end to the (laughs) 50-50 set. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Everyone seems to hate me. I'm still, I still have feelings, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Still a man, damn it. And so he does feel good about the Pennsylvania seat. He also said he feels pretty good about the Ohio seat, the Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance race as well. With Tim Ryan, as a matter of fact, Joe Manchin wants Tim Ryan 
trying to win so badly. Joe Manchin was like, you want me to support you or not support you? Tell me I'll what to do whatever. and I'll do whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, it, if my support helps, you got it. If it doesn't, I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, you can, he's aged a lot over these past few years. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on a couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. <laughs> Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. So we'll continue to follow the key races that are, again, Ohio, Pennsylvania, for the Senate, both places where I think Democrats have a great chance of uh, beating the Republican uh, candidates because both of the Republican candidates, J.D. Vance, uh, funded by Peter Thiel, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Dr. Oz, a man who is from New Jersey. I, I just don't see the Republican cards being that strong in this hand. Right. And I'll also throw in your home state of Wisconsin. Ron Johnson still vulnerable to Mandela yes. Barnes. And- a- absolutely. And I also want to thank the people of Wisconsin who created the statue. Of oh. Ron Johnson, which is a statue made of shit. Oh my of God. Ron Johnson. That is so funny. I have a question about this debate. Will this be Dr. Oz's first political debate? Like, not on, not on not Oprah, Oprah? non scripted? Oh, basically? yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to flop then. Absolutely. There's no way he's not going to flop. You know, he has experience speaking on camera. He has experience debating, or not debating, but he has, you know, experience public speaking. So I guess that could help. But a political yeah. debate's a little bit different. Yes. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You have to cite examples, things that you know about your home state. And unfortunately, his home <laughs> state's another there. state. Well, and so. also, in order for him to receive the, oh, well, I mean, obviously, he already, ha- he already has the Republican nomination. But in order for him to receive the Republican vote that he would need to theoretically beat John Fetterman, he's going to have to have extreme opinions. Mm. You know, people, John, that's the irony about the John Fetterman is socialist. Socialist, He's not a socialist. He's actively said that he's not a socialist. He's not a member of a gang. And to be honest, I just think he looks really cool. Yeah. I like his (laughs) tattoos and I like his ugly little head. And I like like his his shorts because I was talking to our friend Nick Banneret, who was on the show a few weeks ago, and he said Bill Maher is dinging Fetterman over the shorts now. Bill Uh, Maher, at the end of the day, as we (laughs) talked about, is still a West Coast liberal elite. Yeah, and a boomer. And, and a boomer. So, no, I don't mind the shorts. I like the shorts. I like the shorts. Because he's trying to get things done. It's the summertime. Yeah, it's hot. He didn't wear it to the fucking Queen's funeral. Right. <laughs> you know, he's going, to, and as we talked about before on this show, as a performer, dress slightly better than your audience. Sure. I've seen the people of Pennsylvania. They were in sweats. He looks fine. <laughs> he looks right. great. He's doing Fits just right fine. Yeah. yeah. And people, relatability matters right and yeah he i to me it's a political win and especially in this era coming off of what trump was you know i think it's refreshing Mm. so i i disagree with bill maher and i have no idea why bill maher i he just complains about the things that are just like why are you of all then the vote for Dr. Oz. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You like That's Dr. Oz option. because he wears a suit? A pants? <laughs> Who flexor, cares? The yeah. flexor iron voice. Oh. Because he doesn't do any work and has never worked a day in his life. He's a huckster right. who has probably got a bunch of bodies and corpses 
on his hands because of all the bullshit he's been selling for the past 20 years. Right, right. Snake oil does kill in its own way. <laughs> it really, really does. Well, speaking of dying and Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano. Mm. He's the Pennsylvania Republican. He is running for governor. Now, it is not going well for him. <laughs> oh, go on. How bad do you ask? <laughs> I'd want to know. <laughs> well, Mastriano's campaign has called for 40 days of fasting and prayer. So Wait, he needs what? a miracle. <laughs> he needs a miracle. Straight up you flood? Know things, you know things. How about a flood? Can we do a flood? <laughs> your campaign is like going so bad if you're like, what if we stop eating? <laughs> right. Would that do it? Like, what about going and talking to constituents? No. Instead... They have decided to fast. This is according to a Facebook. Crazy. This is according to a Facebook post. We have a natural aversion to the idea of fasting since it involves saying no to something fleshly we enjoy, such as food. <laughs> however, we hope you consider something. However, we hope you consider something in this plan that will focus you more on praying. For Mastriano, what? our state, and the nation. So they're asking his constituents, which I'm going to say is a political loser, especially in Pennsylvania, mm. to stop eating so they can focus more on electing Doug uh, Mastriano. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen a political <laughs> campaign do. Yeah, this is insane. You got Dr. Oz telling people not to eat breakfast, and now Doug Mastriano <laughs> saying, don't eat for 40 days. <laughs> of course, Mastriano is also a dude who said in 2019 that a woman should be charged with murder mm. if they have the audacity uh, to have an abortion. Totally so this normal. guy, he is so extreme. It's crazy. And the extremism continues to the point where he is asking the people of Pennsylvania because he's failing so bad as a politician to stop eating. So insane. And this is the same guy. <laughs> also, who, what about limited government? Yeah. What is, what, don't eat. <laughs> don't, don't eat. We're mandating a no eat policy. No big deal. If you love God and you love me, then you'll do it. He's also the guy, by the way, we covered a couple weeks ago who uh, they bust him wearing a Confederate. Yeah, the larper. Yeah, yeah, he's like a larper. <laughs> and I remember you yes. guys explaining, I was like, oh, was he like at Gettysburg, which is in Pennsylvania? And were they doing a reenactment? And it's like, no, it was just like a party, a costume like party. Yes. Hop. <laughs> yeah, he's just eating pancakes, which he should not do that for 40 oh, days. Right. No pancakes, Doug. No pancakes. And no what? Confederate soldier outfits for 40 days, too. I'm going to throw that in there. What am I going to do? I don't know, brother. Well, then what am I going to do? Go back to New Jersey. He was also just registered to vote in New Jersey as recently as a year ago. There's Again. no good headlines with this guy. It is capital G grift. We talk about it every day, every show. He is the epitome of it as well. When we talk about the future, 2022 doesn't mean we're going to go forward. Oftentimes we can regress. If this man was governor, God knows what would happen. Well, we know, number one, abortion would be banned. And number two, you got you got a gay, you gay? Mm -hmm. Say goodbye to marriage. Oh. This is in 2018. He was asked in an interview whether he thought same-sex marriage should be legal. He said, quote, absolutely not. Mm. I'm for traditional marriage, and I am not a hater for saying that. It's been like that for <laughs> 6,000 years. It was the first institution founded by God in Genesis, and it needs to stay that way. Also, Adam and Eve. Oh, 
killed their kids. Genesis oh, um, has the one where the daughters have sex, get the everyone dad drunk. Has, we're all incest. Yeah. We're right, all yeah, members yeah. of the yeah. incest. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Just, uh, if, uh, also, by, God's will. By this, he also believes in the 6,000 year earth. So, hmm. The man is bonkers. And I would think in previous years, this he wouldn't have even gotten past. A Republican primary. Right. These people oh, yeah, are yeah, yeah, crazy. Right. You're too. right. You're right. And he's going against that guy Shapiro, who again, in this binary political process that we live in, there's really no other option because Mastriano, God dang, is he incompetent? Yeah, that's crazy. What a putz. I mean, at that point, you might as well just tell all your supporters to pray for a 40 day flood too, to just kind of then you'll make sure they don't eat. Because everyone's just going to be swimming oh. the whole time. Everyone will be in great shape by the time this is They'll be over. dead. Okay, never you mind. you got to eat if you're going to swim. <laughs> what are you going to eat? Oh, the oh. fish. You can eat some fish. Oh, you can eat some fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? teach a man to fish. He'll eat for 40 days. Well, the thing about the this, thing. It's, not, it's not like he's going to, he's trying to get God to listen or anything. He just wants to just control. He it, doesn't it, think that people are thinking about him enough yes, that's what because he thinks oh. they're thinking about cheesesteaks and things like that. And he's like, but they're not thinking about me. And it's like, you shallow skinned bitch. <laughs> like what? Like that is, I mean, it's really insane. Yeah, it's, the isn't worst. It? it's the worst. It's you're, you're not even asking for a miracle. You're just like, can you think about me and not eat? <laughs> so as we're seeing as these Trump endorsed candidates during the primary now come into the mainstream, it's not working out. Now, he has Trump. He has done well in some primary races, and he has gotten some of the people that he supported uh, through through the process. Through the and, primaries. of course, he will. Yeah. And, of course, he will get a couple of W's. But as everything goes on, and to be honest, I think this next story also ties into the rise of Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Only 35 percent of people, this is according to a Yahoo News YouGov poll, think that Donald Trump should even be allowed to run again. Now, of course, this is generals. These are this is a general poll. This isn't polling Republicans. The majority of Republicans still believe that Trump should be able to run for the presidency, mm-hmm. which means, again, if he does get through the primary process or to the primary process within the Republican Party, it's still possible he receives the nomination, mm-hmm. despite the fact that only 35 that 35 percent of people think he should be able to run again. So the vast majority don't even think he should be eligible. Hmm. But nonetheless, the poll was conducted immediately after New York Attorney General Letitia James filed a $250 million lawsuit against Trump, his family business, and his three children. Now, the lawsuit was just the latest in a series of legal threats for Trump, who again has said that he wants to run in 2024. Because let's be honest, what else is his option? Uh, yeah, this is the only way he's going to get away with anything. The Apprentice ain't coming back. No, that's been canceled indefinitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. In a hypothetical matchup, and again, if you're eating right now, number one, you're not thinking of Doug Mastriano. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, you. swallow it or spit it out now because you're going to want to vomit after this. Oh, God. Um, in a hypothetical matchup between Biden and Trump, uh, Trump tra- trails only by two percentage points. What? Oh, wow. So if we have a... History repeating oh, God. of 2020. Oh, no. Because Biden hasn't, like, he's, I mean, he's better. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> huh? I do think he would, at the very <laughs> least, uh, admit that he lost if he loses, which That's is, again, the bottom line. That we're, it's a low bar. It's a low bar. Mm-hmm. But Trump and Biden are basically in a statistical tie. 
So Whoa. what a nightmare 2024 would be. Oh, God, please, no. Again, I prefer the be. Florida versus California thing we talked about in the last show at that point. It would be nice if anybody else decides to to show up again. No, but Gavin Newsom is currently in Texas exactly. for whatever freaking reason. Again, as California burns. But, you know, whatever. He's not needed. So <laughs> Mastriano. Where that race goes, I also think it'll be sort of indicative of where other Trump-supported candidates go and how well they succeed. Because, again, Pennsylvania, not super blue, not super red. It's nice and purple, Mm -hmm. like a little bruise. Mm. And, of course, the bruise that that Trump left on our democracy, it is black and blue, and it's brutal. And we have people who are attached to the Supreme Court that still support the big lie. Ginny Thomas. Ow! This is unbelievable that Clarence Thomas is still even on the damn Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. This. That's wild. Ginny Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas. Oh, yeah, it's hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she went in. She decided to uh, speak with the committee, of course, the committee that is investigating January 6th still. And she basically agreed with her past statements saying that she believed the election was stolen. Hmm. At what point do we hold people accountable for what their spouses say, I guess? Because yeah. you know that Clarence ain't one. He's not coming home to a mean Jenny. <laughs> so I have a feeling he's going to do whatever she says, just right. like he did whatever Antonio Scalia did. So what should we do here? Like, right. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's husband got a DUI. Okay, like it's it's him. He's an idiot, and he mm-hmm. did what he did. I don't think it's gonna. It doesn't stick to Pelosi. It's embarrassing. You know, it's stupid. It's like okay, there's a lot of other problems that he has economically. Yeah, you know, ties to big businesses that the Nancy Pelosi supports and things Absolutely. like that. So that you can be like, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. But with Ginny Thomas openly saying under oath she doesn't believe the 2020 election was fair and was free undermining our democratic process as her husband is one of the nine most powerful people in the world. Whoa. Um, what, is, what should we do here? Yeah. What are the repercussions, if any, for something like that? I don't know, to be honest. This crosses a whole new line because obviously on the last show we talked, we talked about spouses, right? Yes. With MTG. Uh, and, uh, you know, you get messy divorces here and there. You have uh, certain behaviors that obviously if you're an elected official, you can't control Everything in your life. I, I remember our, our conversation about Lauren Boebert as mm-hmm. well. And that family is crazy <laughs> with her and her husband just speeding up and down the street, knocking just down a, mailboxes. They're right. abusing all the neighbors, getting hammered they're constantly. Just like hillbillies, but in the Rocky Mountains. So oh, it's mountain billies. Interesting. But with Ginny Thomas, this is a whole new level of crazy, man. I mean, it's just like you said, her husband is one of the nine most powerful people. And he's going to be there until he either retires by choice or croaks. And... At that point, if you're overseeing what what kind of lawsuits, obviously, right um, over the 2020 election, none of them ever made it really to the Supreme Court. I don't believe they all died in the other federal mm-hmm. courts. Yep. I mean, and these were Trump appointed judges saying, no, the 2020 election was mm-hmm. fair and free. Right. The only lawsuits that have gone forth are against the people who committed acts of treason when they uh, invaded the Capitol and right. attempted to kill right, right. <laughs> every politician but, they could get their hands on. But Josh Hawley, of course, he was able to run away. Oh, he's fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And of course, no lawsuit again that was challenging the legitimacy of the 2020 electoral count has gone through. Right. None of it went to the Supreme Court. Right. So at least we know that nothing has gotten in front of Clarence Thomas. But, but if then they the question did, I don't is, think he would recuse himself. Not anymore. Exactly. And this is why I don't give a crap that Justice Alito was like, don't criticize the court. It's going to hurt the institution. When something is corrupt, it's corrupt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it warrants criticism. This isn't about doing away with the Supreme Court. I think the Supreme Court is needed. I think 
I think the Supreme Court has helped in many ways advance our democratic process. Yes. You look at the aforementioned Roe v. Wade before this court right. decided to strip it away. But interestingly enough with Ginny Thomas, I think it even goes beyond just her interacting with Clarence Thomas. She was texting with Mark Meadows. That's what Whoa. I was going to talk about. It wasn't just her talking to her husband at night, which right. they claim they don't do, by the way. They oh, claim they don't they, talk. Yeah, they, they according to this, they, they just ha- smooch. They they have an ironclad rule to never discuss cases going before Did him. Did she say that under oath? <laughs> according to the, the New York Times. Okay. <laughs> I think they have ironclad underwear. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to think about it. What a loveless <laughs> marriage and a disgusting duo. But isn't the issue that she was communicating with Mark Meadows that there's text? And again, mm-hmm. these are Mark Meadows is an important person. This yes. isn't just a nobody. Yeah. And I remember, of course, prior testimonies to the commission as well. Mark Meadows was very involved. He was to to get to Trump that day on January 6th. You had to go through Mark Meadows. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, the uh, I think it was Cassidy Hutchinson. Yes. yes. She had that testimony where it's just like Meadows just basically breaking down and be like, president doesn't want to do anything. And then it's just like left it at that on right. January 6th as everything's getting ransacked over at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So Mark Meadows should be in hot water, and I don't know if he's gone in front of the committee yet, but this is just, again, you're getting texts, not to, you're sitting next to the president, you're getting texts right. from Supreme Court Justice Wife, and you're just like, eh, and not much I can do here. Without her husband being on the Supreme Court, I don't think Ginny's getting through. Mm. So she's using his clout, she's uh, wow. using his power, obviously, and then using it to try to circumvent uh, an election here in our democratic republic. She also tried to pressure lawmakers in Arizona and Wisconsin to block the certification of Biden's win. I mean, who is this fucking bitch? Exactly. Who, who is this person who's doing thinks, stuff? Yeah. <laughs> she is trying to eradicate every single person who, and I don't care again, whatever you get up in the morning, you go, you wait in line to vote. It's never like fun. Right. It's right. always like, I always do it the day of, and I'm always just like, that's 5 p.m. and it closes at 7 and the guilt rises and then I'm there at 6.30. <laughs> sure, right. No, people take time off of work. They mm-hmm. have to find, you know, care for their children, whatever right. it might be. Drive a car as gas is $7 a gallon. So for her to just go and be like lawmakers in Arizona, Wisconsin, can you just like null and void mm. it? Let's call it a, let's, let's call it a, what do you call that in golf when you hit the ball and you say, oh, a bogey? let's call it, no, not a bogey. A, 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 a redo. Oh. We aren't golfers. We should mulligan. point that a out. Mulligan. A mulligan. She just wanted it. <laughs> Let's just give it a mulligan. Give oh, it a mulligan. my God. But like you guys said, she's using her clout. I mean, the only reason mm-hmm. she can text Mark Meadows or even meant, you know, message these, I don't know how she reaches out to these Arizona, Wisconsin <laughs> lawmakers. From Clarence Thomas's phone, basically. Yeah, basically, like, calling. hello, I'm calling from Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's house. I'm his right. wife. And I want you to do this. That's major stuff. And I wonder if it breaches the realm of criminal at any point, because then it comes into, again, like you just talked about, Ben, you got all these people going to jail mm-hmm. because they breached the Capitol that day. It's happening every week. There's a new trial with one of these people getting sentenced to years and years in prison. Meanwhile, the people inside the building, your Jim Jordans, mm-hmm. your Mark Meadows, your Jeannie Thomases, where are the repercussions for them? Absolutely none. Also, again, when it comes to local elections, this is why it matters. Just quickly, a story in Florida. There was a county commissioner. Obviously, these people play a role when it comes to election security. Dude was Jeffrey Moore. He was appointed by Ron DeSantis. Uh, he's in some uh, some heat because there's a bunch of pictures that surfaced of him dressed in a Klan outfit. Um, oh, so boy. <laughs> it reminds me of um, it reminds me of the now much, much canceled House of Cards 
where uh, Frank was uh, seen in a Klan outfit or, outfit or his father was. And it was a big deal. And it was a big scandal. Uh, of course, the scandals in real life were far bigger. Mm. But um, <laughs> yeah. who knows what's going to happen? Of course, as... Doug Mastriano saw all that and was like, yeah, that's a nice outfit. Absolutely. That yeah. goes well with my Confederate <laughs> outfit. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. But that's, again, why these local elections matter. Obviously, this man was appointed by Ron DeSantis. But those types of people, county commissioners, all of those low-level positions that you're like, I don't know, why do I give a crap? It's because people like Ginny Thomas, if she calls them, yeah, they're going to be overwhelmed by the right. power Ooh. of this woman who is the wife of a Supreme Court justice. And that's just how weird and weak and fickle these kinds of people are. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll knock over. I mean, even just look at J.D. Vance in that Senate race. They never Absolutely. Trump her as of 2016, mm-hmm. as we talked about with Trey mm-hmm. Crowder on this show a few weeks ago. And then you just you go and you kiss the ring because it's the only way you can move on up. Absolutely. And it's just so strange to watch these. You know, these are supposed to be people of, um, I don't know, character. You're supposed to be. It's supposed to be. That's what we were told growing up. Right. But I think we may have been told a whole series of lies. So what do people of a good faith need to focus on if they're running for political office. They need to focus on what's going on with the American people economically. And I think that's something that John Fetterman has done a good job of. I think Tim Ryan is doing a good job of pro-union, getting workers' rights back to where they mm-hmm. need to be. Fetterman the same way, pro-union. And again, I'm more pro-union now than I ever have been before, simply because the pendulum has swung too far. Right. And corporate greed has gotten too gross. And as we talked on last episode with fucking postcard mania, good grief. these people stopped caring about their employees right. a long time ago. And it's just time to unionize. Currently, 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. That's according to Lending Club report. Uh, That number hasn't budged much since inflation hit a 40-year high. Now, a year ago, the number of adults who who were living paycheck to paycheck was 55%. So I don't like to do just statistics because it's boring radio, but 5% is millions of people. Absolutely. And it matters. And so these numbers, obviously, when you're the president, they're going to reflect poorly on you. This reflects poorly on the Biden administration, who I don't think has done enough when it comes to easing the pressure of people who are living paycheck to paycheck. As a matter of fact, they took one step forward when it comes to student loan reduction and help and assistance. And then they took two steps back by saying, if you have a private loan, right. we're no longer helping you. They don't want to be sued by the states, Ben. God oh, forbid they whiz. stand up to their laurels <laughs> and their morals and deal with being sued. That's the one thing about Trump. He's like, Let's do it. Bring on the suit. <laughs> Bring on the suits. We'll have a good suit with a red tie. Yes. So it is hard right now with inflation, with prices going up, pain at the pump, pain at the uh, at the grocery store. Everything has just gone up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about previously as well, the CEOs are happy with inflation. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, there is a dude for Iron Mountain. He says, the CEO of Iron Mountain, he told Wall Street analysts that he thinks inflation is a good thing. He says, quote, uh, he is praying for inflation. He said, quote, I'm doing my inflation dance praying for inflation. What? My inflation? Those are two different things. Yes. You're either doing an inflation dance or you're praying. You can't do them both. No, he's doing He's praying while dancing for inflation, which I can only imagine. (laughs) 
if you're God, you just have to be like, what? Wait, what? Wait a minute. Hold on. You want me to more inflation? More. What's Joe Manchin saying? And the 50-50 thing? Okay. <laughs> the guy's right. name is William Meany. Accurately mm. named. Take a picture. Take a little look at uh, William Meany. He oh, looks he's like, a meanie for he sure. He looks like if Mr. Bean went to hell, got uh, <laughs> gang banged by Hitler and came back angry. Hello. Uh, he says his company, by the way, is worth $12 billion. Oh, wow. Um, he says inflation is going to help because as we know, Again, it will lead to people working more hours for less money because they're so effing desperate. Yikes. That's why, again, we're looking at 60% of the American people living paycheck to paycheck. And that shit is not an accident. Mm. Uh, in On 2018 earnings call, he invoked a Native American ritual. This is a quote. He's, he tell, he's telling participants that it's, quote, it's kind of like a rain dance. I pray for inflation every day. I come to work here because oh our God. top line is really driven by inflation. Mm. Every point of inflation expands our margins. Fun. Wow. Fun dance. Oh, cool. Doesn't he realize that he is, in fact, also affected by inflation? He his doesn't way, give a shit. His He's whale got so barrels much... of money will be worthless at some point. True, but I think he has so still much barrels. of it. Still barrels of it. Yeah. That at this point, he doesn't care. Right. It, it is just absolutely disgusting. At a September 20 in, uh, 20th investor event, Meany explained, uh, quote, where we've had inflation running at fairly rapid rates, we're able to price ahead of inflation. Oh, my God. Uh, that is an increase in prices, and it's greater, again, for their bottom line, despite the fact that it's obviously leading to a more difficult life for the vast majority of Americans. Mm. So congratulations, Mr. Meany. <laughs> I hope it's Meany. all worth it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. How do you even sleep at night when this is your motivation? This is, again, corrupt crony capitalism. I'm a capitalist in the true sense, mm -hmm. but this is not proper capitalism. Right. This, this is, is rigged. This is rigged. It's a rigged bullshit system. And the fact that this man has no problem openly saying that he's going to profit off of people suffering. It's like disgusting. It's the billionaire class kind of motto at this point. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're all pushing for it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and there's even a, a study uh, put out by the Congressional Budget Office, which is nonpartisan um, for, for most intents and purposes. And they said, they point out that, um, again, just the wealth, uh, wealth inequality yeah. has just truly shifted. And they even just did a, a decades-long study of it. And it was really, believe it or not, the 80s. When trickle down was not just what? a theory anymore, it was implemented as a policy. And that's really when you saw a big divide in the fact that, again, just 50 percent of the wealth, uh, I believe, has gone fully to the top. Mm -hmm, and, and, you know, at this point, it's like the Bernie stuff that he would say that just the top one percent owns as much wealth as the bottom 50 percent of America. And it's just it's only gotten worse since then. And it's because of guys like Mr. Meany that mm -hmm. continues to uh, persist. It's such a shame, too. If you look at CEO pay, right, this is a $12 billion company. CEOs used to make anywhere from like 30, maybe 40 times as much as their average employee. Mm -hmm. Even that has skyrocketed where they're making 300 times as much. It, and so they they're just so out of touch with their employees. Rewarded for failure. I mean, Enron, right. it's cliche, yes. but that's just one. I mean, right. Enron is just like the, that's the poster child. Oh, right. But there are so many other little postcards yes. of very similar companies. And then they're like, oh, everything's going down. Should we go down with the ship? What if we don't? What well, if let's we sell don't? our stock and move away. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, we'll Nancy. give ourselves bonuses. Hey, Nancy, can we sell the stock? We're just letting everyone know that we're selling stocks. If you're in Congress, we're going to sell the stock. <laughs> so you're going to want to do that too. Yeah. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. All right. Well, just lastly, speaking of colossal human wastes, and this is sad because Alex Jones... You know, he had a chance. You go back and you watch early Alex Jones on public mm-hmm. access. He there were moments of true sanity. I'm going to say it. Journalistic integrity maybe. Almost. Okay. During the <laughs> during the Bush administration. Yeah. When he, he was talking about the Iraq war, when he was talking mm. about the war in Afghanistan, the man did make some valid points. I remember and that. I don't yes. I was in college and yeah, I was anti-war and in your anti-warness you're end up watching a Democracy Now clip, and then you're watching an Alex Jones clip, and it's like, oh, they're both saying the same thing. Kind of touching tips a little bit. Yeah, talk, talking about the Clinton families and the Bush families mm-hmm. and how uh, there's an elite group then, of politicians who are making money off war, and the rest of us are getting screwed. Somewhere along the line, mm. he told he chose to become a grifter. He chose to become a huckster. He chose to sell tactical baths. The, the Obama years, he started to— She's a man. Right. Uh, Michelle's a man, folks. Hillary's yeah. a demon. Um, he Hillary's started, a demon. He fed into the QAnon nonsense. Michelle he Obama's fell, a man. Fell, he fell into the satanic panic nonsense. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And he just decided to throw everything against the wall with zero concern for what his words meant and what the actions were going to be from his words. And it wasn't just him talking and speculation. And I'm just asking questions, folks. I'm just asking questions. No, he was actively telling his audience Mm -hmm. to commit acts of violence. And that's why we're here with the Sandy Hook trials. I'm not upset that he's getting bogged down by the trials. I think how he acted during and after Sandy Hook was so horrible and beyond the pale. Oh, yeah. And we're all obviously very pro First Amendment here. Right. Um, I make jokes. (laughs) But what he did was just so brutal and our hearts go out with, to the parents and there's a reason why people are at, mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the Obama years, he really veered off of that early Alex Jones that yeah. I remember from college, anti-war, anti-Bush. And I was like, okay. And then the Obama years, he veered off and, and it was Sandy Hook in 2012. And then of course, let's not forget, he got co-opted 2015, 2016 by Roger Stone and Donald Trump. He, right. Alex Jones, I'm not going to say he's a victim. A useful idiot. He's a useful idiot. And he was the um, subject of a psyop. Wow. That's what he was. Because Roger Stone, much like John Bolton, he's like, oh, coups. I know coups. Oh, I know. Roger Stone knows a thing or two (laughs) about Democratic coups. Yeah, sure. And psyops. And And as soon as, again, you sniff that, "Mm, what's that power? You sniff it. And all of a sudden, he was against the U.S. government. It's full of corrupt people. Donald Trump is with us, folks. The only truth teller that's out there. <laughs> right. The only way to to fight these elitists and the Illuminati is with this elitist who's clearly in the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Mr. President. Great to have you here. Because they were just so thrilled mm-hmm. to have a person as powerful as Donald Trump on their stupid little fucking 
He's show. He's a TV star, Ben. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the end for Alex Jones. Mm. As soon as you catch the car, when you're the dog, what, what do you do, you do with, with it? it car runs over you. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening to Alex Jones. So this is an interview. Now it's given, I think the person conducting the interview is Sideshow Bob. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, he's got very frizzy hair. Does the curtain match the drapes? And uh, I don't think he wants his boss, Alex Jones, to be saying the things that he is saying. Uh, it's Channel 5 with Andrew Callahan of Callahan Auto. That's from Tommy Boy. Oh, that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> so this is Alex Jones on his home court of InfoWars, completely and utterly losing the little bit of a mind he had left. Do you feel responsible for what happened to the Sandy Hook families? Yes, I killed the children. But beyond that, I mean, no, I, mean, I went in that school, I oh pulled a gun God. out, and I shot every one of them myself. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm guilty. It's true. No. But I'm, no, no, let's just... Do I feel responsible that someone on on played shoot 'em up video game on a bunch <laughs> oh, it's of a video game's fault. went and killed a bunch of kids and then the internet questioned it and I covered that? They staged Sandy Hook. The evidence is just overwhelming. We've looked at all sides. We played devil's advocate from mm. both sides. No, I don't feel responsible and I don't apologize anymore. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize, I killed the kids. <laughs> Was there a definitive I, No, I killed them. <laughs> I okay. killed him. He didn't kill him. No, I did. No, you didn't. No, everybody said <laughs> No, I killed him. I killed him. I already admit it. I did it. I killed him. I I'm hate clap guy. talking. I'm the devil. Get rid of the First Amendment. Can we move on to other stuff? Topics. I don't think. I oh killed him. God. First Amendment killed him. Second, get rid of the Second Amendment. Get rid oh of the First Amendment. God. They're bad. They killed the kids too. George Washington killed them. <laughs> Jesus oh. killed them. The whole we should rename the whole planet Sandy Hook. Oh my Everything. God. Wow. Holidays. We should bow five times a day to, to New Haven, Connecticut, oh for the kids that died. Every American is to blame. Every gun owner is to blame. I'm to blame. We are all guilty. To Bloomberg and Soros, turn our guns in. Turn oh. our guns in. I know. I did it. I killed them. I killed them. I killed them. I, I know. I killed them. So I'm done talking about it. I killed them. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the trial at all? There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't know about this interview right now. <laughs> okay, and then he bravely walks off <laughs> set wow. of his own channel's show. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like these kids. The, so just a bunch of six-year-olds died, right? And it's like, how is how did this happen? How is this the Alex? Like, this is the finale of all of the Sandy Hook yes. nonsense, right? Yeah, because the trials is, are wrapping up. Yeah, and-, and this is this is what it's led to for Alex Jones's life. So all that day, remember Sandy Hook and all happened? We watched it. Everyone's like, what the fuck? This is horrible. Right, right. Adam Lanza, horrible. Why did his mom buy him a gun? Why? Wh- what is happening here, right? And somehow from that moment, Alex Jones devolved into this level of madness Talk about making every wrong turn in the radio book. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I just don't. What is this is the hill you want to die on. And I just now all of a sudden I love that he is just he's offended that they're upset that he targeted all of them. Yes. Yeah. Go fuck himself. I mean, my brain hurts from watching that. I the interviewer, this Andrew Callahan guy who I imagine gets paid by Alex Jones is desperately trying to be like, you didn't kill the kids. Can we just stop this? <laughs> yes, I did. You did. Yeah, I did. Maybe, I pulled the trigger. Did you have too much chili and you forgot that you <laughs> I, did? I ate so much chili. I forgot my own kids' names while I was killing other kids. Oh, That's what okay. happened. That's what happened. That's good. I killed them. This, to me, this is what 
his ex-wife went through every day. You know, oh she just, just, it, it just, it hit you're gas. right. You're right. I, I, I put the trash in the recycling. <laughs> you're I right. put the recycling in the trash. You're right. It was me. It was me. <laughs> it's just right. I mean, you know, you're right. I killed the plants. I killed the plants. <laughs> I didn't put the water. No, it's just hard. In it's, the soil. It's gotta be hard. It's gotta be hard. I couldn't it? find the clit. Yeah. I couldn't find it, honey. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, anyway, so that's what's going on in the world of Alex Jones right now. And I'm sure he'll be on, I don't know, Rogan or yeah, some fine. comedy club in, in Austin sometime fine. soon. And Check out his new comedy tour. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Take care of one another. We'll be back next week. We have some fun interviews lined up here coming up in the near future. And I will be uh, recording live from Europe. Ah, from the road, from the war front in Europe. Yes, I'm supposed to talk about Liz Truss. Apparently she's in charge there in the UK, but I don't uh, know if I will. Okay. You don't trust her. Uh, There you go. (laughs) You really nailed it. Okay, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.